Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another post-game recap from the Mavs Outsiders. I'm one half of your host. I get tired of saying this. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm one half of your host, Maurice Williams, a.k.a. Mind of Reese. Mind of Reese on Instagram, YouTube, Mind of Reese Reviews on TikTok. Joined, as always, by Michael Bibbins, a.k.a. Bibbs, at Bibbs Corner on Twitter, Bibbs Corner Podcast, where we find podcast content, at mbibbs on Instagram. The Dallas Mavericks fall below 500 once again as they allow the Minnesota Timberwolves to go above 500 as they lose 116 to 106 in a game that was not as close as the final score. Ayo, why? <laughs> I wish y'all could see what I see right now. This is this this is like this you know what? I got an idea for the Patreon at this point because if we start a Patreon, I got an idea. Like post game, the video for post game recaps can be on fucking Patreon because somebody has to see the shit that I be seeing because what he's doing right now, I know he about to be on some bullshit on this podcast and I know exactly why. And I'm not going to say why. All I'm going to say is the person who's responsible for this, I hate you. I don't know what I'm about to be in store for, but I hate you. The Dallas Mavericks fall 106 to 116. The game was not that close. Um, There's a lot to get into, but not a lot to get into. Uh, It's kind of more the same, although I do have an opinion on one thing, uh, which we'll get to down the line. I'll save it. But considering I'm so curious as to what is about to occur, uh, I'm going to kick it to Bibbs because I need to know. What, come on, man. Just just, just, just get it started. Uh, yes, Reese. Uh, it's an unfortunate loss for the Dallas Mavericks here. Uh, shorthanded on the night. Uh, several players out due to injury. Uh, also lost Dorian Finney-Smith during the game. Uh, very, very, very unfortunate circumstances. You know, you came into this game shorthanded. You can't expect to come out with a win on the road. Uh you can be disappointed, I'm sure, in the, the way certain people perform. But overall, you know, a loss is a loss. And at the end, at the, end of the year, we're not going to remember how this went down exactly. Uh, 106-116 on the road. We got another one on Wednesday. We'll just have to load up for that one. That, that's it? Uh, yes, Reese. I, 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 um, you know, it's... It's tough. You know, you're dealing with several injuries to key players. We're talking about Dwight Powell, Tim Hardaway Jr., several, several key figures, Maxi Kleba, Josh Green. These are guys that are big time contributors for the Dallas Mavericks. You walk in on the road. We're already a team that has a hard time on the road. Uh, we go in on the road. Again, you just can't expect great things to happen. Uh, there was a point in this game where we were competitive. Things looked good. And then things just kind of fell off the the rails. Uh, the, the, the Wolves had the fans behind them. And, you know, they, they got on a run and we never responded. It, it was a rough game for us. But, again, it just counts as one loss in the loss column at the end of the day. Not sure why you sound like Weatherman Bibbs right now. But, um, yeah, 
uh, you, you are right. Uh, we do have injuries to players. Tim Hardaway Jr. was out. Josh Green is still out. Maxi is obviously out. Dwight Powell is out as well. And considering this team really doesn't have depth like that to begin with, we have to play guys like Davis Bertans, what, 16 minutes this game? Uh, Frank played 26 minutes. Uh, Kimba played 24, which I'm fine with. Um, Dorian Finney-Smith played 28, and I think that's only because he ended up leaving for a bit, right? So Dorian Finney-Smith actually came out of this game with a right adductor strain. And if you're not familiar with the adductor, it is the the muscle that holds the, the hip and the, the thigh together. Uh, in that groin area. So, uh, so not a good look. I, I believe in the first half, there was a play when Dorian Finney-Smith got a block on a fast break or something along those lines. And I heard him say out of his mouth, uh, uh, what, what's the phrase that people say when they block a shot? I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Get that shit out of here. Uh, no, it's another one. Um, Fuck out of here. Sorry, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but he said something very demonstrative. It was picked up in the microphones, but it didn't have the same type of bite that you would typically hear when you hear that phrase. Uh, and I believe it was because he felt that strain at that time. But, you know, you, when you make a play like that, a big, powerful, strong play like a block, you can't also be injured at the same time. So, uh I believe uh, that was when he, he got the injury. He played through it for a little while, but eventually had to had to sit. And this is the type of injury that he could miss games. And that's, you know, the bodies are beginning to pile up. Uh, the last thing we can afford right now is for more of our players to miss games. But to be quite honest, if this means we become so bad that we end up getting a lottery pick or a top 10 pick, whatever our protection is, I'm all for it. I'm going to be quite honest. The Dallas Mavericks cannot be trusted to bring free agency in the offseason. The best chance we got is to lose Tank and maybe come up lucky. If we get Victor Wamanyama, then, you know, the Dallas Mavericks will have the feat of wasting two generational talents in one life, in not one lifetime because they wasted Dirk too. Um, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, speaking of which, <clears throat> obviously, um, Luca missed the Cleveland game Saturday with an injury, uh, or I guess rest or whatever. Um, is it just me or does Luca look like? Hmm, looks exhausted. Looks tired. Worn out a little bit too early. Or am I tripping? You know, I do believe Luca's dealing with a thigh issue. Uh, people pointed out that he was theragunning it for a while before he started sitting games. Um, and then in this game, he actually endured an ankle injury uh, at one point, and he aggravated that, that thigh as well. Uh, so you add on the little tweaks that he's dealing with to the fact that the game was not going well. And we understand that when the game is not going well, Luca begins to feel all of the ailments that he's dealing with. I think the combination of those two things uh, came together here. And yeah, Luca, Luca wasn't into it. He would look very sluggish. He looked very out of it. And eventually the refs decided to take him completely out of it, uh, giving them the double technical and ejecting him from the game with two minutes left in the third.
Uh, yeah, that was crazy. Um, Jason Kidd finally decided to defend his star player uh, and ended up getting ejected as well. If you ask me, he probably got ejected just because he saw this game was over and he'd rather go to the locker room early. Um, I kind of thought, damn, now that Jay Kidd is gone from the sideline, we may actually be able to win this game with some smart coaching. But with Luka gone as well, uh, that most likely was not the case. On the other end, uh, Nas Reed shot 11 for 19, played 40 minutes, 13 rebounds, 27 points, looking like prime Chris Webber against our team. Uh, Anthony Edwards shot 7 for 21, 13 rebounds, 27 points. Just controlling the glass uh, they were as a team. Uh, they each had the same amount of rebounds as Christian Wood had on our end, who shot 4 for 11, 15 points, 5 fouls. Reggie Bullock. Um, wasn't a cardio game per se. He did have six rebounds. So, so he got some high jumps in. 33 minutes. 0 for 3. Obviously zero points. Um, yeah. I kind of would have rather seen Frank Nilakina in the goddamn lineup, to be quite honest. Um, I don't even know why they sent a guy like Jaden Hardy back down to the G League, considering they probably knew four guys weren't going to fucking play tonight. Um, I just, this, this team is a mess. This team is unraveling fast, whether it be injuries, bad coaching, Luca possibly being worn out or hurt or whatever. It's just whatever can go wrong for this team is going wrong. When we have a game like Saturday, where we see flashes of promise from guys like Kimball Walker, the guys fighting hard against a top Eastern conference team, like the Cavaliers down four or five of our top guys, it's just we we come out like this in a game where we had a lead, and once we gave that lead up, we never got it back. We never came close. Uh, we play again, I believe, on Wednesday, right? Yes, yeah. correct. Uh, Minnesota again, correct? Yes, that's, that's also correct. We're going to be staying in the Twin Cities. Staying in the Twin Cities, playing against Minnesota once again. Uh, remember you said on the weekly recap yesterday that you believe Josh might be back for the second Minnesota game? Well, I have an update to that as well. Uh, during today's media availability, Callie Kaplan rep- and uh, I can't remember who else the other reporter, uh, I believe it was Dwayne Price. Callie Kaplan and Dwayne Price both mentioned that Josh Green stated uh, that he's not going to play on this road trip at all. And even insinuated that he may not play for a couple of weeks. Man, that Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man, this is it's not looking good. It's not looking good. Uh, I believe, you know, we pointed out that Josh Green and Maxi are our best defenders at the end of the day. But it's not just that they defend. They are dynamic players. Maxi Kleba blocks, get things going. Josh Green steals, get things going. Josh Green dunks the ball in transition. He he causes chaos. He he adds another dimension to our offense. He attacks the rim off the bounce. Like we're missing a lot with those two players. Yeah. And on top of that, 
what, regardless of what you're thinking about him, missing Tim Hardaway Jr. tonight, possibly missing Dorian Finney-Smith for hopefully not multiple games, but uh, it's very it's fucking a, possible at this point. Our guys being spot playing. for an injury. Yeah. You can't you can't rest your inductor unless you're sitting still. Uh Luca being banked up, Spencer being banked up, our guys being banked up from playing so many fucking minutes because this team isn't deep and then have to play more minutes because our guys are hurt. It's just this is about to be a long month for the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Maverick fans, the NBA season is heating up and there's still so many unknown possibilities. I mean, we're really only in the first quarter of the season still. Luka is racing up the MVP ladder at the top right now, but I guess it's depending on who you ask. But anything can happen. You can go on DraftKings Sportsbook and make predictions on MVP awards. Maybe you think Luka Doncic is going to be MVP. Maybe you think Jason Tatum will be MVP. Sixth man of the year. It's Christian Wood making a case. Maybe it's Benedict Matherin, the young rookie. First rookie to win sixth man of the year says Ben Gordon, possibly. Anything can happen. Most improved player. The way the NBA is shaping up this year, it's a lot of options. When I'm looking to get into action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pre-game money line for any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points, maybe the over-under on total team points, and much more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. Now, be smart about it. Don't You got to add legs, but be smart about your bets. Don't go into this doing an eight-leg parlay with Kevin Durant to score 15 points, Luka Doncic to score 10 points, Luka Doncic to get five assists. You're not going to win much money like that. You got to bet big. Go big or go home. Me, I go home a lot. I tend to do these eight-leg parlays, and and, and, and they fail terribly. Uh, y'all heard my rant about Alpron Shingoon. Um, just a few days ago, which I'm still hurt about because I would still have that $249. But hey, you live to bet another day. Bars. Just download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, you mentioned a lot of things I wanted to touch on a bit earlier. Let me go back, if you don't mind. 
<clears throat> so you mentioned the kid ejection. Uh, I agree. I wouldn't have wanted to watch that either up close. So uh, I, I believe he did just get himself ejected because he was tired of looking at what he was seeing on the basketball court and uh, decided to go back to the locker room. Maybe he wanted to spend some time with Luca one-on-one. You never know. Uh, Reginald Bullock, uh, zero points, three shots in 32 minutes. Uh, I, I believe the blood moon must have been eclipsed. It uh, was not coming through for him, but we also have not hit the winter solstice that hits on Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that. Nas Reed, that's a guy in a contract year, a guy that I've mentioned as being a, a potential Mavs target. Uh, I would love to see him in a Mavs uniform. Shout out to him for having a great game tonight. Uh, play 40 minutes because uh, when Nathan Knight came in, he immediately got three fouls. And then when Luca Garza came in, he immediately got two fouls. And coach said, you know what, YOLO, just put Nas back in. And it worked out for him. Uh, speaking of Jaden Hardy, Hardy, I don't believe will be coming back either. He was sent down to the G League, and I believe it's due to uh, the G League showcase. Uh, they want all the G League guys down there. I guess they want to see the legends at full strength. Even though our team is falling apart, all of our olds are falling apart as we predicted, as we forewarned, and uh, the vibes continue to deteriorate on the team. If you look at the bench, uh, not a lot of buddy-buddy stuff happening over there. So, uh, you know, again, we will be staying in the Twin Cities. I hope they go to the Mall of America. They have a good time while they're out there. Uh, but other than that, it's it's looking very bleak in Mavs land right now, if I must say so myself. I want them to get some rest, honestly. Like, go have a spa day or something while while you're in Minnesota. Uh, get a happy ending. If you, I don't, I don't know. Um. <laughs> Sorry, did you want them to purify themselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka? Hey, whatever you got to do, man. Okay. I ain't judging you. We not we're not we're not going to do the Minnesota Vikings cruise ship thing. We're not doing that. What's that? Are you too young for that? All right. All right. Must be before my time. Um. <laughs> yeah, man. This is this this is going to be a rough stretch. This week is is going to be a rough stretch. Uh, I'm not excited for it. I got to be completely honest. Uh, the timeline is going to be fucking hell. Best case scenario, while guys are out, guys are able to step up and play more minutes and we see what we have. And if guys are able to showcase themselves enough, they raise their trade value. I can't tell if you're laughing at me or if you're laughing at something you just read. So I did pull up the information on the Minnesota uh boat party that i referenced previously it was uh 2005 so perhaps before your time it wasn't uh, but i wasn't really paying much i wasn't really paying attention to football around that time so. yeah so for those of you over the age of 30 i'm gonna say who likely do remember that shout out to you shout out to dante Culpepper. back to you reese I thought you was about to mention it. Okay. No, I'm not going to go into the details. All right, cool. Um, yeah, maybe guys can raise... a professional podcast. Sorry, Reese. Maybe guys can raise their trade value, uh, get their name out there a bit. But to be quite honest, at this point, 
what trade can we realistically make that's going to move the needle for us? I just, I don't. There are absolutely no trades that we could execute right now. All the players that we would want to trade are either sucking or injured. So, yeah. Even in the future, I mean, like around trade deadline time, I would love Bojan Bogdanovic on this team. I think John Collins will fit well with Luke on this team. But do they really move the needle? I don't think so. Let me read. Let me uh, actually add something. There was another piece of writing that came out today uh, about the Dallas Mavericks, and I did save in an excerpt. I don't believe I know who wrote this, so that's on me. So apologies. Someone can can maybe perhaps at us with the information. I believe this was in the Athletic, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, so basically, someone asked about the current value of the players on the Mavs roster. Did you see this at all? By chance? I did not. All right. So someone was asking about the current value of the players on the Dallas Mavericks roster, and they actually did give a hierarchy of value. Who, who do you believe was listed as the second most important Maverick on that uh, valuation chart? Second most important? Like the guy who's like the safest, second safest. When you say safest, you mean like this person least likely to be traded. Dorian Finney-Smith. That's actually incorrect. That's incorrect? Incorrect. Hold up. Spencer Dinwiddie? Spencer Dinwiddie, correct. Who do you believe was the third? Dorian Finney-Smith. Not correct. What the fuck? Okay, Christian Wood. Not correct. Josh Green. Correct. And they believe Josh Green is ahead of Dorian Finney-Smith in the hierarchy due to his youth. He should be. Uh, I'm fine with that hierarchy, personally. Yeah, I, I am as, as well. Spencer Dinwiddie is not easily to, easy to replicate. We can't get rid of a guy who plays decently next to Luka again for nothing. Uh, or with the hopes that someone else does, we saw how trading Seth Curry for the idea of Josh Richardson played out for us. Yeah, that is. Uh, I say hold on to Dinwiddie. He's also under 30, if I'm not mistaken. So, so he's a guy we can milk for a couple more years, basically. Yeah, and uh, it's still nice to have a vet in the locker room. You still need a vet in the locker room. You don't want a whole locker room of young guys. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Josh Green being the third makes a lot of sense as well. He's taking a step this year. Uh, and again, he's another guy that plays well next to Luca. We control him for another four to five years, depending on what we do with his extension situation. So yeah, it would make sense to hold on. Those are my top three as well. Excuse me. My top three as well. I would probably put Dorian fourth on just the, the relationship level with, with Luca. Um, but <laughs> it, hearing that coming out of uh, this, this, these, these, clandestine conversations if you will gives me a little bit more hope that the front office is not completely incompetent just somewhat incompetent i'm sorry did you just say clandestines clandestine not clandestines clandestine just the word itself not the it's marvel and shit not the marvel um thing just the word clandestine okay all right uh yeah those will be my top three as well uh I could probably put Dorian at four or Christian Wood at four, whichever, whichever one you prefer. Um, yeah, I don't know if I want the Mavs to make a move. If we're really like by trade deadline looking like we're not going to make the play in, I wouldn't make a move. I'll let it ride. Honestly, I'll let it ride. 
because that that pick protection is what top what? It is top ten. Top ten. Top ten protected. I would let it ride. Somebody said uh, the worst case scenario would be the Mavs going into the lottery and getting in the the pick coming out eleventh. Like going in with top ten odds and getting pushed out. That's very possible. We've seen it happen. And to be honest, with the luck that the Mavs have in the draft, most luck usually it is actually probably more than likely to happen. But to be honest, in a case like that, if, like I said, we look like we're out of the play-in in the current standings around trade deadline time and Luka ain't looking good, I, hey, I might shut him down or something. I don't know. That would look bad. If if there's an injury only. Okay, okay, yeah. If he's Not like dealing just with shut him down just because. If he's dealing with any type of injury, it's justified. Yeah. It, there's no use in him a, playing through a nagging injury if we look like butt cheeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, this is a rough game. It's probably going to be a rough week. Uh, the Christmas game is going to be rough. We're going to get our ass whooped in front of all the hoes. Um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that, but y'all get the joke. Yeah. Never mind. Um, maybe we should close this out. Um, yeah. So is there anything you would like to add before I, before I close this? No, I would just like to uh, – actually, there's one thing I would like to add. Give me one moment here. Bear with me. I want to make sure I give the proper credit where credit is due. Uh, thank you to Sean underscore MFFL uh, for keeping me on my game. I, I must be more professional on the podcast and present myself as a young man who was raised correctly uh, and not like a hoodlum. Back to you, Reese. With that being said, um, we'll we'll see y'all Wednesday. Uh, peace. Have a blessed evening or night, depending on when you're listening to this. Thank you.